Hello and welcome to the Romantic Hardcore Podcast. I'm your host, Erin Kiner, a sexuality and spirituality coach and healer. And thank you for joining me on this wild ride together through the realms of sex and healing so that you can expand, heal and grow sexually and spiritually. Each episode, I will entertain and educate you through wild stories from my own life, bring you interviews with interesting people who come into my orbit and empower you into your own liberation through sexuality, where together we can change the world one orgasm at a time. Hello, beloveds, and welcome to the first episode of Romantic Hardcore for 2023. It is awesome to have you here, and I do apologize today. We are blowing an absolute gale in Bali like trees are falling over and my windows are rattling. So hopefully that's not too disruptive to the sound because we did have microphone problems in the last episode and the sound wasn't clear. So hopefully it's much better in this one and not too distracting, but it's amazing to have you here and let's all together celebrate the fact that we are starting another new rotation around the sun. (laughs) I have many thoughts about New Year, what it means, the marking of time, the Gregorian calendar, astrological influences. But at the end of the day, New Year is whatever New Year is to each of us as individuals. So I am very happy to mark the passing of time to celebrate survival of yet another year, making it through the most traumatic, difficult year of my adult life. And I like that feeling. I like that delineation between one cycle and the next. And I'm stepping forward into 2023 with so much excitement. I'm setting foot into 2023 with hope, which feels amazing, with a huge vision, which also feels amazing because I did realize that I have been in a more responsive state for the last few years. I would say 20. 21 and 22 so the last three years has felt very much like life is happening to me and I understand all of the laws of manifestation as I'm sure many of you guys do as well and that we are the creators of our reality but I certainly haven't had the energy the freedom to think creatively especially when you're deep in a survival mode very traumatized and managing PTSD and signs of depression and my anxiety was the worst I've ever, I would never have considered my myself an anxious person. And I had mad fucking anxiety this year. So with all of that happening, I didn't have that bandwidth available in my mind, in my energy reserves to actually feel creative. And now I feel creative. Now I have a big vision and big goals and it actually feels amazing. It feels possible. It feels illuminating, magnetic. I'm just really excited for this year. I spent some time yesterday having a look at some of my astrological transits for 2023. And I also have some fantastic blessings coming up that really feel aligned with the vision I'm creating. So I feel very tickled, very proud of myself that my intuition, that my awareness, what I can sense for this year is very in line with also what the stars are pointing to. And when I look at those astrological transits, I do think of them vastly, mostly like a map, a weather plan, 
Like if you know that there's going to be rain, you pack a raincoat. If you know there's going to be sun, you take a towel to lay down at the beach. So while I don't disempower myself to astrology, I definitely like having that insight from those influences and then I can capitalize on that and I can maximize on that. So there's certainly some blessings ahead in my chart, even though collectively we're looking at a year of radical change and I have a beautiful astrologer friend of mine, Tiani, coming on the on the podcast coming to record an episode of the podcast very soon. So I'm also looking forward to sharing that with you. We're going to talk all about sex and the stars and no doubt we'll talk about some of the things that are coming up for 2023. So today what I wanted to talk about, which is very much in line with what I've been talking about in the last couple of episodes, is this sense of radical ownership of who I am. This rebranding, this new emergence, this acceptance of who I am. And it's interesting because it is a cycle that we've we've all been through many times. I'm sure I'm not the only one. Well, you think you know who you are. <laughs> you think that you're being radically authentic and honest and upfront and open about who you are. And then life shows you, oh shit, I'm holding myself back and there's so much more. One of the things that I find really validating about accepting who I am is astrology. I really feel when I read my chart, when I look at my chart, it continues to show itself to me in new ways as well. It continues to, yeah, like new layers continue emerging, new aspects that I wasn't aware of before or weren't highlighted before. When I read, it's like certain parts of the chart want to show itself to me. And I do believe that it holds all of the information we need for this entire incarnation. So it also makes sense to me that it evolves or our understanding of it evolves as we evolve but I do feel very, very validated by the fact that my chart has many imprints of being a very sexual being. And there is a formation in my chart called a grand trine. And when you see a grand trine, it's a sign of having a gift in a certain area. And for me, that's in the element of water. So I have this emotionality that comes very easily for me. And when that grand trine has another little triangle on the top, it makes a kite shape. And from the first time I found out about kites as a formation in the chart, I had this really bizarre feeling of like, why don't I have a kite? Like I couldn't really explain it. It was just this feeling of some sense of lack or confusion about why I have the grand trine, but it's not kind of finished off with a kite formation and in the kite formation the planet or the point the astrological point that makes up that upper little triangle that takes it from a large triangle into a diamond shape that planet has a great influence over what this formation is all about and maybe a year ago maybe 18 months ago I was doing a lot of research about an asteroid called black moon lilith black moon lilith is our dark feminine sexuality it is the part of us that is shunned away there's a whole heap of mythology behind it that I'm sure we'll dive into when Tiani comes on the podcast but when I was looking into Lilith and how much I resonate with Lilith and her energy and her message and her purpose I brought it up in my chart and of course she is the peak 
of my kite formation. <laughs> I didn't see it before because she wasn't, I wasn't loading her into the chart or looking at the aspects between Lilith and the rest of my chart. But of course, of course, all this feminine watery energy is driven and led by this dark feminine sexuality. So not only that, but for me, it's in the sign of Capricorn in the 10th house, which means this is very, very, very much about my legacy. <laughs> this is about what I would be known for, or the, it's often known as the house of fame. The 10th house, now that fame might just exist in, like everyone in Chengu knows me, my friends, they say, oh, Erin is the mayor of Chengu. <laughs> so I might be famous in my little crowd, but it's still that thing of what do people know you for? And so for me, I'm now recognizing that my career and my legacy is to be led by this dark feminine sexual energy. So thank you, beautiful stars. Thank you, amazing, magnificent astrology and this cosmos that we are made of and that we breathe into and that intertwines all of existence. I am so glad that that is my guiding star at this point in my life. And who knows what may come. Of course, there may be more, but at this point, I see Lilith and I think, thank you for calling me into this. Thank you for giving me the courage to accept the truth of, I, of who I am, despite the fact that that will be rejected and shunned by many people. And another aspect of my chart or my nature is that I'm very reflective, like the moon. My, my chart is dominated a lot by moon energy which gives me that mirroring ability for people to see themselves in me. And many people are comforted by that. And I can bring comfort to people, but it also means that I trigger the shit out of people. <laughs> my energy is powerful and intense. And if you don't like what you see about yourself, if I am showing you back where you have not done work on yourself, where you're not embodying your own power, your own sexuality, that tends to get projected onto me, rejected and shunned as a means for them to feel more comfortable about themselves. So got to roll with the punches, got to accept that this is part of the work, but I do feel really good about what's coming up and the goals that I have set for 2023. The other aspect of starting a new year's cycle for me is often about choosing a word or words that embody my intention for the year. And usually what happens is that word shows itself to me prior to the end of the year as we're kind of approaching it and I start contemplating on it it often drops in and I'm like ah that's my word it's just this feeling this embodiment and so this year as I was thinking I was like ah oh, I wonder what my word's gonna be I could feel the energy it was this leadership and strength and radiance and this magnetism and safety I could see myself leading groups and crowds of people through their sexual expression and their sexual expansion and, and through sex education and events and workshops and sex parties and weekends away, I could see myself being in this strong leadership role. And I wasn't quite sure what the word was, but I had the feeling already. I had the frequency or the vibration. And I was talking to one of my lovers about how much I see exactly what it is that women need sexually. I can see what a lot of people need at a lot of times anyway, but specifically I can see how much women are craving this strong divine masculine energy. They're craving strong leadership. They're craving a strong container 
and I know how they need to get fucked. And I know I can fuck them like that. (laughs) So I was saying to my lover, like, oh my God, the pressure of how many women in my world need that, but I can't fuck all the women. God, I can't fuck all the women. (laughs) And he said to me, oh, you're not mother Teresa, you're daddy Teresa. And I was like, damn, I am. I am embodying that daddy energy. And so that has become my word for 2023. That perfectly encompasses the energy that I wish to hold and embody this year. It's that leadership and nurturance and strength and power and magnetism and safety and trust. I actually got another opportunity to catch up with a beautiful friend who no doubt will come on the podcast sometime in the very near future as well. And she's run a very successful Tantra school for a long time. And I was sharing with her my vision for the year and the events that I'm planning. And she explained that there was a study done by Mississippi University with a group of school children. And they took the children and the teacher to a playground to play. And all of the kids stayed huddled around the teacher and wouldn't let her out of the sight. And as a result of that, didn't explore on the equipment too much because they wanted to stay close to the teacher. And they took the same lot of children to another park where it was enclosed and it had a fence. And when the children were aware that there was a fence, they all explored freely. They explored every piece of equipment in the playground, in the yard, and they went right up to the edges. And she said to me, that's you, Erin. That's what you'll be doing. You'll be creating that sense of safety and that sense of protection that will allow people to explore and play far more than what they normally would. And I thought, fuck, that's so accurate. When I think about the sex parties that I attend that I don't like, some of the reasons why is because there's not a strong container. There's not a strong sense of safety and trust. And so that's a big intention for mine. And no doubt I'll do lots of episodes about this part of my life. (laughs) I will teach you all about the sex party lifestyle, if that's interesting to you, about how to prepare for them, how to get the most out of them, how to look for a good one, how you can enjoy it. And no doubt I will share some great stories from the parties that I host. But yeah, that daddy energy to me is that safe, dominant leadership container that allows everyone else to melt into safety, into trust, knowing that they're taken care of, knowing that they've got a safe place, knowing that they've got someone looking out for them. Ah, it lights me up. So bring on the year of daddy. So the other aspects of this word that also really resonate for me, me, is for me calling in my next dominant as well. For me having daddy energy, because I'm very much switchy. And although this year I've stepped far more into dominant energy and I am working as a dominatrix, which I'm very excited to also share more about that in future episodes. I'm dropping lots of little, (laughs) uh, little temptations for what's coming up in the podcast as well. But, um, I have really been embodying my dominance this year and enjoying it a lot and recognizing just how switchy I actually am, which means that I have both submissive traits and submissive needs and dominant traits and dominant needs. I am also calling in that dominant energy for me. So I have a place to go where I get to surrender and I get to be baby. (laughs) And then the third and final component of this is also calling in my baby daddy. So I have very high standards, very high expectations of what that relationship will look like. I have very, very strong values around what I want for my own family. 
the level of secure attachment and presence and love and consciousness at which I will choose to raise my own child. And I absolutely know in every cell of my being that I can have what I want, that I can have it all. And although I have mentally gone down the pathway of thinking about doing it on my own, and although there are many people who would, how would I phrase it, are threatened by my vision, I guess, don't believe in it, don't believe that it's possible or doubt it, I absolutely know that it's possible. And the intuition, the instinct and the knowing that I've had around every partnership I've ever been in, I know that person and the role that they're to play in my life. I have that knowing when it shows up. And I do remember slightly, but not with great clarity, at the end of the last season, just before I took my 401-day podcasting hiatus, (laughs) I spoke about feeling a masculine energy coming in. And I think I might have even said something like, I feel like it's going to show up within six weeks, something along those lines. Whatever that prediction was, I was incredibly accurate. (laughs) When it showed up, I was like, oh, yeah, this is the love that I was expecting. I did think it was going to be my next significant partnership, which it wasn't, but it was an amazing, the perfect person or people to take me on those healing steps that I needed to get back into my body, but not capable of uh, meeting me in that vision that I have for my future life and future family. But I was entirely right that that energy was coming in and I was entirely right around the timing of it. And I know that will happen again. My life lights up in crazy levels of synchronicity when something major is about to happen and I know it's about to happen and I know it's coming and I know I can trust and surrender. And if the magic isn't there, then it's not the time for me. And I trust that as well. So I currently feel so whole and so complete inside of myself. I feel so fulfilled that I need nothing from anyone. And if a lover or a potential lover shows up in my life, if they can offer me something that I need, I'm in. And if they can't, it's fine. I'm out. Like I don't, I don't have any need and I don't have any attachment. And if people can come and bring something additional and fulfilling into my life, I'm so happy with that. And if for some reason they can't, I'm also happy with that. And it's an amazing place to be and to feel so fulfilled. So right now I am looking for either my ideal fuck buddy or buddies (laughs) or my baby daddy and nothing in between. I have no interest of getting heart invested and entangled in another relationship that doesn't have the potential to bring in a child. However, if there are more lessons for me to learn, if there's more things within me, my psyche, my heart, my being that are standing in the way from me being in perfect alignment with that future vision, then I want to see that. So if that's the case, bring it on. Bring on the lessons, God. Show me, bring the person that can show me more about myself so I can continue to heal, continue to grow If that leads to more heartbreak before my family vision can manifest, I'm also totally down with that. I have no fear of having my heart broken, (laughs) even though I feel everything so deeply and it can be such an overwhelming experience. A beautiful friend said to me at my last heartbreak, Erin, your heart has the capacity to break a thousand more times. And I thought, fuck, she's so true. 
She's so right. My heart has a magnificent capacity. So what am I afraid of? If there is something inside me that needs to break, break me open, crack me open until I am the embodiment of the greatest love that I could possibly want. And when I'm in the embodiment of that, then I know it will also show up outside of me. And I have this strong feeling about these destined relationships that it's not so much within my hands or within my scope of making it happen. Or when these relationships leave my life, that's also not in my control when they leave. I really believe in these destiny points and I believe that a relationship like this, it has its own perfect timing aligned in the stars and everything happens exactly as it's meant to. And between now and then, I'm just going to have the best time I possibly can. (laughs) So in looking for the ideal fuck buddies, these are partners who can meet my sexual needs in a really heart-centered and heart-connected way without emotional entanglement. I need a lot of independence and autonomy in my life, so I don't want to feel that anyone is an obligation or I owe anyone anything or I cannot live my life and connect with the people that I want to connect with in the ways that I want to connect with them because I'm hurting someone. I'm just completely uninterested in those kind of dynamics. So bring on the ideal fuck buddies. (laughs) Bring on all these amazing events and parties that I shall be hosting in 2023. The amazing expansion that's available for everyone. Transformation, nourishment, freedom of the mind and the body and the soul. Incredibly spiritual, expansive experiences. Ugh, I need to put all of that in writing. I'm going to do my business yearly plan this week with my beautiful assistant start planning taking all of these visions and dreams and words and putting them into form and making them happen so that is my year I would also love to hear from you from you and know what your year is all about what are you planning what are your words I am always available on dm I love hearing from you I love this amazing community that we have so thank you for listening Thank you for joining me in 2023 and I can't wait to speak to you next time. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Romantic Hardcore and as always, I'd love to hear from you. Find me via Instagram at Erin Kiner and come and share the love. Let me know what you loved, what triggered you, what questions you have. I want to know it all. Make sure you subscribe and share this episode and until next time, laugh loud and fuck louder.